Amen. Just remain standing. Amen. Turn to Malachi chapter number three. And uh, wasn't that good singing? Amen. Appreciate all the good singing tonight. Malachi chapter three. And uh, I didn't come to preach tonight, but I didn't come not to preach neither. Amen. And so you pray with us and for us. Been a little bit under the weather, but uh, doing a lot better now, thank God. And I'm going to put a cough drop in my mouth, and I'm going to tell you how long I'm going to preach. Amen. I'm going to preach till I get to coughing, all right? And uh, so if I get to coughing, it may be a five-minute sermon uh, or whatever. But I did hear about a man, put a, he thought he put a cough drop in his mouth, and then when it, the cough drop dissolved, he was going to quit. He preached an hour and a half. And the cough drop never did, never did dissolve. And so finally he just gave it up. And when he pulled it out, he had a button in his mouth. And so uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I got a cough drop here and I'll button it up if he gets that long. Amen. But Malachi chapter 3, one verse of scripture, a very <clears throat> familiar verse of scripture, verse number 6. The Bible says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, you sons of Jacob are not consumed. Heavenly Father, I ask if you would these next few moments to take the word of God and encourage us and help us. And Lord, give us what we stand in need of tonight. Lord, I pray that you would touch us spiritually, physically, mentally for the glory of God. And we'll thank you for it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You can be seated tonight. I want to preach on this simple subject tonight. I want to give you three things from this verse on why that you should not change. Amen. On why we should not change. I know we're living in a world that is ever changing and and there are things in our life that are ever changing and there's some things that are beyond our control. There are some things in life that you can't change and uh, there's some things in life you can't pre- you can't prevent uh, from changing uh, because they're just going to happen. Isn't that right? Uh, but you know what? There is some things that never changes. Amen. In our text tonight, uh, we find it in this story, in this uh, scripture here, uh, where the Bible says, "For I am the Lord, and I change not." You know, there's a lot of things about God tonight we could say uh, that never changes, uh, uh, regardless of what the world may say, regardless of what others may say. Uh, there are some things that never changes. The scriptures never change. Amen. Uh, the Bible said in Psalms 119 and verse 89 forever O Lord thy word is settled in heaven. Matthew chapter 12 and verse 35 heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall not pass away. The scriptures never change and then his salvation never changes. Amen. Acts 4 and verse 12 said neither is there salvation any other for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Amen. There's only one way uh, to heaven, and that's through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, the scriptures never change. And then uh, we know that salvation never changes. And I want to say the standard never changes. Amen. God is the standard. Amen. And God is holy tonight, and his holiness never changes. And so when we think about that tonight, there's three reasons in this text that ought to encourage every one of us to never change. I mean, uh, so many people in this world... I'm talking about the church world has dropped their convictions and they've dropped their standards or they backed up in some area uh, where they used to stand. They no longer stand. And you and I ought to make our minds up tonight if we have
haven't already that by the grace of God, we're just not going to change. Amen? And three things here that will encourage us not to change. I want to say first of all, an abiding presence will encourage us not to change. Look what he said. He said, for I am the Lord. Amen? I'm telling you tonight, one reason that you and I should never change is because we have a presence that abides with us that never changes. Amen? I quoted that verse a while ago. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is the same, and he always will be the same. He'll never change, and that presence ought to encourage us not to change tonight. Amen? I mean, you think about God, his presence is the same through the good times and the bad. Isn't that right? His word is the same. His comfort is the same. His spirit is the, is the same tonight. No matter where you and I are at in life, uh, we have a presence that will abide with us no matter what we face uh, in this walk of life. Amen. And that abiding presence ought to encourage us uh, to never change. Amen. Uh, we ought to be faithful because God is faithful. We ought to stay the same because God will be with us through uh, no matter what we face in life. Amen. He said in Matthew chapter 28 and verse number 18, he said, Lo, I'm with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. I mean, he'll go with us always, uh, even unto the end of this world. There's a lot of presence that has left us in life. You think about people that used to be in your life that are no longer there. Friends, family members, some have departed because of death. Some have departed because of, of sin. They went a different pathway. Uh, some have departed because of many reasons. But listen, we have a presence tonight that will never leave us nor forsake us. Amen? And we must remind ourselves that the things that we do, we do not do them for other people. We do not do them for self-glorification. We do not do them for a pat on the back or some recognition, but we do all for the glory and the honor of God. Amen? We do what we do to honor Him and to please Him. I want to say tonight we should never change because of an abiding presence tonight that is with us. I thank God for his presence tonight, don't you? Been times in my life, and I'm sure we could all testify to this, no pity on it tonight, but we all get the Elijah syndrome sometimes where we feel like <clears throat> that nobody really knows where we're at or what we're going through. Or we feel like that no one knows what we're facing. You know, when that comes upon you, you can't live there. Can I get an Amen. Uh, listen, when you start feeling that way, you've got to, listen, you've got to start praying and reject that thought immediately, amen? Because if you, just sit, if you sit there five seconds uh, and listen to that, you'll throw the biggest pity party and feel sorry for yourself when it's not true, amen? Uh, there is somebody that's, uh, that has been a faithful friend from the very beginning, uh, and he has not left you. He is still there. And you and I, listen, no matter how narrow the way may get, if God be for us, who can be against us, Amen. The songwriter had it right when he said, how can I lose the battle when I've got God on my side? And we're more than conquerors through him that loved us tonight. Amen. Because we have a presence that abides with us. And it's not just any presence, but it is the presence of God tonight. You say, preacher, how can I be encouraged not to change because number one, we have an abiding presence, amen? And then number two, because we have an abiding promise. Look what he said. For I am the Lord, I change not. Amen. I'm telling you, friend, if everybody you and I know changes, 
God will never change. We live in a day when there's so much compromise, when there's so much uh, criticism to those who will not change. And you know, it shouldn't shock us, but I think you will agree with this. Sometimes I, I, I shouldn't be surprised, but sometimes I am surprised by the people that have changed. You ever seen somebody change and you thought, man, I thought they would never change? I mean, if, if anybody I thought would be faithful and true to the end, I thought it would be them. Can I tell you something about this flesh tonight? You can't trust it no matter who's wrapped up in it. Even your pastor tonight, by the grace of God, I never plan on changing. I never plan on backing up. And I'll tell you tonight, listen, we're not to put confidence in man. The Bible said it's like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint. Amen? It hurts and it's real ugly when you start putting confidence in man. It'll always disappoint you. It'll always let you down because man at his best is just man. Isn't that right? We're just flesh. But I'll tell you, there is some place. There is someone that we can go to tonight. There's an abiding problem with that abiding presence uh, that no matter who changes uh, the one that we serve and the one that we love uh, and the one that we look to tonight he said I make you a promise tonight I change not hallelujah you know if God ever convicted you about something I promise you this he's not changed his mind about it you know, people sometimes they'll they'll say, "Well, you know, the Lord He convicted me about that years ago." But but you know, I, I, you know, I, I, things have kindly changed. God didn't change His mind about that. If God told you something was sin twenty years ago, it's still sin today. If God wanted you to surrender something to Him uh, fifteen years ago, He still expects the you to keep that surrender today, just like back then. You say, "How how how do you know that?" Because He said, "I change not." Amen. And I'm glad that God never changes. We, we don't have to go to his word tonight and wonder if it's going to read different today than what it did yesterday. We don't have to worry about his promises and wondering if they're going to change. I'm telling you tonight, listen, the word of God will never change. The presence of God will never change. And there's an abiding presence that, that encourages not to change, but there's an abiding promise tonight. And I know that we can't, Measure to God's standard. I know that our very best will fall short of the glory of God. But we ought to strive for consistency. We ought to strive to be steadfast and unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Isn't that right? I mean, Christians ought to be, uh, they ought to be trustworthy. And the only way they're going to be trustworthy is if they stay steady, if they stay the same. Now, sometimes, uh, um, you know, uh, the Lord will show us something differently that we didn't see before, and I understand that. And uh, he convicts us about things, and, and things are changing in our life in that matter. I tell you, we ought to be faithful. We ought to hold true to what with the, truth, the principles of the Word of God and the precepts of the Word of God because we have this abiding presence, uh, but we have this abiding promise that God will never change. Isn't that wonderful to know that tonight? No matter how many people in this world does whatever they're going to do, you know what? You can stand true and you can be steadfast. You can stay the course because this book and God's presence, it never changes. You know, I'll tell you something else tonight. I don't waste my time in debates and I don't waste my time trying to uh, figure things, you know, to argue with people because when what you know is right, you don't never have to defend it. Amen. 
I'm telling you, the people that's always having to defend where they stand and what they believe in, they're not too secure in it. Amen? The King James Bible doesn't have to be defended. Amen? Because it needs no defense. It's just truth. Amen? And truth will stand alone. And truth will stand when the world's on fire. And truth will always stand when everything else falters. Listen, a lot of things come and a lot of things go, but truth stands tonight. And we can stay the same because we have an abiding presence. We can stay the same because we have an abiding promise. And then we can stay the same tonight. We can be encouraged not to change because we have an abiding protection. Look what he's saying. Therefore, you sons of Jacob, talking about Israel, are not consumed. You know why Israel can rest their head tonight no matter how many holocausts and no matter how many, listen, no matter how many bloodbaths they have been through, why she can rest her head tonight and know that that nation will always abide is because God has made an abiding promise. He is an abiding presence, but he has given them an abiding protection that will help them no matter what this world does. Israel is going, listen, God is not through with the Jew and Israel is going to make it to the very end. Isn't that right? You say, but now, Brother Gravely, we're not Israel. We're the church. And I understand that. But how much more tonight, if God would make that nation a promise, how much more would he make his children and make his bride that same promise tonight? You know, you can take that same promise of protection to the New Testament And God has promised us the same protection in the New Testament that he gave Israel in the Old Testament. I want to tell you, the church is not going down. She's going up tonight. Amen. No matter what she may look like, no matter how sick she may be, no matter how worldly she may be tonight, I've got good news for the church. There's a better day coming, amen. And what the rapture don't fix down here or revival don't fix down here, rapture's going to take care of. In the moment, the twinkling of an eye, thank God it's all going to be okay. God's gonna iron out every wrinkle. He's gonna get out every spot at the judgment seat. And the next time the world sees the church. I I thank God she's coming back with her bridegroom and she's coming back in all of her splendor and she's coming back in all of her glory and she's coming back as a mighty army, amen. And in the end, it'll be the church, it'll be Israel and it'll be the Messiah, it'll be the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, the world has not seen us for the last time, amen. The world is going to pass away in the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God, notice this word, abideth. For how long? Forever. You know, tonight we've got an abiding presence. We have an abiding promise, but we have an abiding protection tonight. I don't know what what holds tomorrow, but I know who holds tomorrow. I don't know what I'll face on tomorrow. But I know that the great shepherd has already seen my tomorrow. He's already been in my tomorrow. He is the same yesterday and today, but forever, meaning that he's already there. And tonight, uh, there's nothing that can happen to your eye that what it doesn't pass through his hand. What a promise, amen? What a presence, uh, uh, what a protection uh, uh, that abides amongst the believer tonight. And it's for those reasons that we should never change. I want to encourage you tonight. Don't change. Don't back up. I've preached it. You've heard me preach it many times. You'll hear me preach it many times more. 
You say, preacher, why is that? Because I tell you, even in a good church, it's amazing to watch members that come to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. Watch them back up on some things sometimes. I ask you this question. Is there some area of your life that you've given into? Is there some area of your life that you've, you've dropped your guard, you've let your guard down, you've dropped that standard, and you've convinced yourself that it's okay? Now, I'm going to tell you, if you listen to enough people in this world, you don't have to go too far to find somebody that will agree with you. And you know what? They'll give you something that sounds good. They'll say something. Man, I've read things and heard things that if I was listening to that, I thought, well, that sounds pretty good. But when I read this, God's standard's a whole lot higher. Amen. I'm telling you, if you want somebody to agree with you today, all you got to do is go get on social media. I mean, there's enough idiots out there. It don't matter how dumb of something you say. If you say the, the sky's green, there'll be 17 people that'll hit like and say, I know, I saw it too. Amen. If you say, I saw a pink unicorn, there'll be 10 people that'll get on there and say, I saw the same thing. But I'll tell you, they're either on meth or, or they've lost their mind or, or you know, there's something wrong with them. Amen. You can find anybody to agree with you nowadays on just about anything. Do you know what life is? It's not about, listen to me tonight, church. It is not about how many people agree with me. I'll tell you what it's about. Whether or not my life agrees with God in this book. Who are we really trying to please in the end? Whose approval are we really seeking after? I'm telling you, if the whole world puts their stamp of approval on you, if God don't put his stamp of approval on what you're doing tonight, then I would, listen, I would seriously... I would seriously think it over. Amen. Tonight as they come and get us a song ready. In my heart, I'm going to be honest with you. In my heart tonight, by the grace of God, I hope this will be said about me. I want it to be said. Not in the sense of, of not in the sense that I want to be known or I want to be recognized. I don't mean it like that. I mean it as a testimony. By the grace of God, I want it to be said by my wife, by my children, by my grandchildren, by my family, that he never changed. I don't want to change tonight. Amen. I want to be faithful. You young people, listen to me. Don't you ever change. Amen. Now, everything that you believe tonight, it's right, I promise you. The standards, the convictions, the principles. If you go to church and don't believe when you get older, you marry somebody and go to a church, it's not like the church you're in tonight, I'm going to make you a promise. You'll change. And that change won't be for the better. It'll be for the worse. You marry somebody that don't believe everything exactly the way you say, man, that's narrow. They'll make it as narrow as you can get it. You marry somebody that, they say, well, I don't think going to church on Wednesday night's a big deal. Hey, you drop them like a bad habit. Amen. Somebody said, well, I just don't think all that dressing right's that important. Yeah, you don't you don't want to marry that person. Amen. Well, I don't think that music is a big deal. You don't want to marry that person tonight. I'm just telling you, they'll change you. And you don't want to have children and raise children in a world that you're not solid in. It's solid in your beliefs, solid in your standing. When you go to the mission field, don't let them don't let people change you. Don't let don't let you get you get other places, don't you let liberals change you. You stay faithful. And God can build a church in Keene just like he can down here. Isn't that right? 
man told me, he said, well, he said, you're in the south and it's a, it's a whole lot easier in the south. I said, you ain't, you ain't lived in the south. I said, it's hard everywhere you go. You know that? I don't care where you're serving Jesus at. It ain't no, it ain't no bed of roses. But I tell you, if you serve God effectively, you just got to make your mind up. They just some things I'm never giving in to. They some things I'm never backing up. And I don't know why the Lord wants me to say this, but I really believe he wants me to say this right here tonight. You get it in your heart that you want to do something or do some things. Now hear me tonight. You get in your heart that you want to... I've seen this as a pastor. A wife get it in her heart. Well, I just, you know, they just some things, they just some places I want to go, some things I want to do. And you can see that that love for that church and that she used to love, it's gone. It's dwindling. And all of a sudden she starts trying to find reasons to leave. And that husband don't want to leave, but she'll work on that husband. Amen. She'll keep working on him. She knows she makes life miserable enough. Guess what? He may love the church, but he's got to live with her. And I've seen it. In fact, I've not just seen it. I had a man tell me the exact thing I just said to you. I love this church, but I have to live with her. And she got what she wanted. But I'm going to tell you something. God will never let you get by with that. That'll cost you way more than you ever thought. Well, that's something to think about, ain't it? Tonight as we stand, Lord, help us not to ever change. If you need to come use the altar, you obey God tonight. Just stay faithful. It's going to be worth it one of these days. Sam's going to lead us, and if you need to come, you obey God tonight.